It's the next generation of profit from ERP for pharma, life sciences, biotech, and medical device. So a few years back, around 2014, NetSuite started becoming very popular in the ERP industry as the first made-for-cloud ERP. And with our software consulting practice, we did dozens of ERP evaluation projects every year, analyzing client company requirements, bringing in the usual ERP suspects, oh, I mean vendors, <laughs> doing demos and really kicking the tires. More often than not, NetSuite would be the client's first choice. It was clear that the ERP world had changed, and more than anything else, NetSuite was driving that change. In an attempt to compete, the rest of the ERP world reacted. So much so that today, you can't find an ERP program that's not offered in a cloud version, which is not at all the same as made for cloud, but it demonstrates the ERP industry's response to the popularity of NetSuite. The truth is, there are reasons different ERP systems were first developed. Some were developed to run on the IBM AS400 server, great machine in its day. Some were developed with the idea to utilize the latest Windows 32-bit technology, a good reason until 64-bit came along. NetSuite was written to take advantage of cloud technology, made for cloud. And while there's still a few AS400s probably kicking around somewhere and 64-bit replaced 32-bit, the cloud is still with us. It's an internet world. So a modern software architecture designed for today's technology with our clients when they were evaluating ERP, NetSuite was more often than not the top choice. We had clients in everything from professional sports teams to services and engineer to order companies, the list goes on. Only NetSuite would not work in the farm and life science industries for a couple of reasons. And we still had to use older, more established, and way more expensive ERP solutions for those clients until just recently. Back in 2017, we were able to pioneer a strategy to use NetSuite with contract manufacturing pharma groups, closely integrating them to their outside vendors to monitor the supply chain and keeping track of everything. But last year, there was some real development in validation protocols, and that opened up an entire new option for pharma manufacturers. Now we're able to deploy NetSuite not only in pharma, but also life sciences, biotech, medical devices. And that opens up some new cost-saving options and productivity drivers that are especially welcome in emerging life science companies. It's a whole new world. Today, we'll talk with one of the leading innovators using NetSuite in the life science industries, Mike Kelly. Mike was behind one of the leading NetSuite resellers in Southern California, a firm called Tactical Cloud, which recently joined Ide Bailey, our podcast sponsor. We'll talk to Mike and get a handle on what's going on in the world of life sciences and the expansion of NetSuite as a whole new industry vertical moves into profit from ERP. Today's podcast is being brought to you in more ways than one by Ide Bailey Technology, a division of Ide Bailey CPA. You know, Ide Bailey has a hundred year history, a hundred year old company. And while the technology division is somewhat newer, you don't get to be a hundred year old company without some solid management excellence. And that excellence is what they bring to the NetSuite practice. Growing the practice both organically and through acquisition, Ide Bailey has already developed a history of ERP excellence. People I knew and worked with back in 2001, they were ERP leaders then, and today they're heading up major Ide Bailey departments and divisions. That's the approach they take to building a lasting technology consulting practice. So NetSuite, Salesforce, Sage, Microsoft, you'll find solid value with Ide Bailey. 
It's what has made Ide Bailey a worldwide leading NetSuite partner. And here's the thing with ERP. The more ERP projects you do, the better you get. Better at creating realistic estimates so you don't end up with huge cost overruns. Better at project management so an ERP implementation that's by definition disruptive goes as smoothly and as drama-free as possible because of the way it's managed. Today, we'll meet another leading team that's come to the Ide Bailey Technology Group, but that's what it's all about. The excellence you want, the experience you need when it comes to your ERP selection. Ide Bailey Technology. You know, NetSuite doesn't absolutely fit every company everywhere, but when NetSuite is the right ERP, Ide Bailey's the right partner. Ide Bailey, that's E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y dot com. And now back to today's ER podcast. We go to the phones and catch up with Mark Kelly, the creator of one of the strongest NetSuite partner practices in Southern California, now heading up Ide Bailey Technology SoCal. So welcoming to the podcast today, it's Mike Kelly, CPA, the former leader of Tactical Cloud, and, and you guys have, have recently joined Ide Bailey, correct? Correct. It's been uh, an exciting two months. That's great. That's great. Well, Tactical Cloud was an award-winning, leading Southern California NetSuite partner, and you know, you were telling me the story about how you guys got started, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Most people will start with a software practice, and then they'll go out to find clients and things like that. And you, you talked about you had clients that needed NetSuite, but you couldn't find the right people to, to put it together, so you started doing it yourself. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting journey. You know, we came, myself being a CPA, more of a traditional pencil pusher, and they asked us to uh, do software selection for them. So when we started getting through the software selection process, we, we noticed a couple things. One is, this was five years ago, one is CFOs got real comfortable with uh, cloud software finally. And the second thing is NetSuite really uh, was continued to win in, in our client base. Our client base, somewhat diverse industry, but from a client size, about 20 million revenue to about 300. And then we also noticed within the NetSuite community out here in Southern California, there wasn't necessarily a strong partner, and the partners that we would bring in usually came from more of an IT background. And as you know, uh, Gene, cloud software is really about accounting, business process, really about operations. Uh, so much of it is is business process oriented, which is a real strength to accountants. The second thing also is on uh, cloud uh, implementations, the CFOs are usually in charge of the process, uh, and so they feel comfortable working with you know, people with the same oak, so to speak. So between all of that, we, uh, after I sold my previous company, I saw a real opportunity within the marketplace to do something a little bit different in a really vibrant market out here in uh, Southern California and kind of jumped in with both feet and fast forward to uh, about three and a half years later, we're the largest partner in, in Southern California, over a hundred clients um, and, and growing quite rapidly. That sounds great. That sounds great. And then adding Ide Bailey uh, depth to that, I, you know, I've used Ide Bailey for several years and, and uh, uh, we're, we're doing projects all over the nation. I think we did a pharma group out in North Carolina last year and, and uh, that's got to that's gotta help your reach as well, doesn't it? it? It does. It not only helps our reach, but helps our focus. You know, the great thing about NetSuite is that uh, it's starting to really broaden out and, and specialize. So what I mean that is that the depth uh, of the software is going a lot deeper. 
the technical skill to really add value to the client. You need a deeper bench. And also you need more specialization, meaning that, you know, nowadays when you're going into a, a life, science class, uh, life science company, those clients aren't necessarily looking for you just to be strong in NetSuite, but they want to know, hey, what are the last pharma deals you did and, and how did you bring value? And that's really along a lot of different verticals than NetSuite. So having that bench strength to come to bear at a moment's notice is, is a huge uh, game changer. One thing I've noticed with pharma clients and, and life science clients is, you know, you need to speak the language. You need to understand what they're up against. They've got a complex environment and... The last thing they want to do is get into a major project and try to train somebody up on the specifics to the industry. Yeah, I, I would say it's somewhat of, of a fraternity in the aspect that so many of these guys and girls have worked together in some format or another. And so there's a lot of trust going into these companies because you know they go out and they raise money, but they have to have patience. And they have to have patience to move through the process, and they, they need people with skill that can understand that it's kind of a slow drip, but at the same point, in any given day, they can move through the, the FDA process rather quickly, and overnight, they can be international. Overnight, they could have all types of, of wonderful opportunity, and they've got to be able to scale very quickly when it, that happens. So that's why I think NetSuite has been doing so well, but just because it, that you can move so quick uh, when and if you know, uh, lightning strikes. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's um, years ago, we would we would approach pharma companies and and historically you know a large pharma company would need to use SAP and it, that'd be a a four or five million dollar um, type undertaking and you know we'd go in and we'd say well with Microsoft Dynamics AX it's a real powerful program and you know we can get in there for like 1.2 1.6 million something like that still it was a long implementation process you know close to uh, 12 months or something like that but today with NetSuite getting a little bit broader and, and and more nimble and and moving into the pharma vertical we can not only go in and say hey we can we can do that for much less than the uh, uh, Microsoft Dynamics even but we can move a lot quicker because we can get the system up and running a lot quicker and, and you, you know, speed is of the essence when you're trying to go from zero to 60 overnight. Yeah, you know, it, it, let's be honest, though. Everything you said is true. NetSuite did get there overnight, and you know how this works. Uh, the, the life sciences area has really been dominated by the QADs of the world, uh, and then more, uh, and also the dynamics uh, for, like, the last couple of decades. But what's, as, as the marketplace and the business model has changed, it really has morphed into the strengths of NetSuite. Uh, and that is, you know, so much of our clients are doing contract manufacturing, which is great and plays very strongly in the NetSuite. But, and, and I agree, you, you know, you're up and running with NetSuite, you know, in anywhere from two to four months. And, you know, the, the great news is not only you're up and running in, in two to four months, but uh, the cost to play the game is, I'm not going to say a tenth, but de minimis compared to um, what it was with QAD and especially Dynamics. And the great thing also is you don't need to bring in extra staff for NetSuite, right? We we train the accounting and the operational folks in the role. There's no need for additional IT folks. So that's another real, really allows you to scale, but also there's tons of value by not bringing in additional overhead and cost, so to speak. Super. And, you know, the other thing is, is that when you're dealing with a company that has so many different products and things like that, you know, I... I harken back to the sage days and 
and you know they talked about having 90 developers on, on a platform and I went to, to meet with some of the development team and I ended up in a room with four guys and they said well yeah there's 90 <laughs> total but only four working on on your platform and it's just like that's why it's so slow for some of those other products to, to move because they've got so much development to do in so many different platforms you know NetSuite's been all about NetSuite ever since and I think since joining Oracle, it's it's gotten even better because there's more R&D depth. Yeah, I, I think it's, your, it's, it's a very big point, and, and, and I think it should be, uh, we should dig into that a little bit. So, you know, NetSuite started in 1998 with NetLedger, first and only group to kind of start on, on back in those days on the Internet. So the whole architecture is completely different than everyone else. And, and as you've seen, as, it, as it's grown, they put tons of money into R&D. Just to give you an idea... You know, two years ago, before they were bought, Nestle was bought by Oracle. They were spending roughly about 200 million, which was a huge number back there in R&D. Net, uh, Netsuite, or say Oracle, put 660 million dollars back into the product in the form of R&D, just enhancing its capabilities, which is huge. And that's one of the reasons why I think Netsuite is leaps ahead of everyone else within the cloud world because of, first of all, getting there first, getting there early, learning from a lot of their mistakes second with this, this huge dollars that are going in from Oracle. And you can just see this in the marketplace. If you see, you know, for so long, Microsoft was so dominant. And, you know, they are having a huge challenge because they have over 600,000 companies that are trapped, to be honest with you, on the, the Microsoft platform. And they've tried to, to create a cloud product, and they made the same mistake others have, thinking that they could just put a new GUI interface on, on an old, tired product. And what happens is it keeps crashing. I think Business Central has come out twice, which is basically the, the NAV uh, and its debt is not you know, a tenth of what NetSuite can do. They'll get there two, three, four years out, but that obviously gives NetSuite even more of a runway to get out ahead of everybody else. So it, it's very interesting what's going on in the marketplace right now, a real shakeup. Well, it's really interesting because everybody's got a cloud product, but only NetSuite you know, and a couple of others are really made for cloud. And, you know, I was talking to uh, uh, another group, and, and they were saying, oh, yeah, the implementations are exactly the same with, with uh, the cloud version. And it's like, but that's where NetSuite really excels is that you've got a much shorter time to go live and, and uh, much fewer consulting hours going into that end of the, the project. You know, we've seen, I mean, it varies by client, of course, but we've, you know, way back in the day, I, I actually did some work implementing SAP, which is just night and day as far as difference. What we've found is that usually by the third, at most fourth month end close, if we've done our job right, really trained the trainer, got the client involved in the whole process, uh, made them do user acceptance training, made them do all those use cases, by the third or fourth month, they don't need us anymore. It's really, at that point, it's about optimization. Right. How do we go deeper into the system? How do we how do we all of a sudden start producing information that operations cares about? Forget about accounting. We've got that down. So now how do we really get the ROI out of the money we spent? And that's going to ask you when I feel successful in what we've done. Right. And, you know, we've, we started moving with NetSuite into pharma and life sciences groups uh, probably 18 months ago, something like that. And we've seen a great deal of success in that area. Um, what have you guys done in in the, in the Southern California area in, in terms of uh, uh, bio 
and, and uh, life sciences and pharma and things of that sort? You know, we've seen it to be one of our fastest growing areas, and, and there's a couple reasons for that. First of all, out here in Southern California, between what's going on out here in Orange County and what's going on in uh, northern San Diego, there's just a huge number of companies uh, ramping. You know, and you look at what, what are their needs? Well, their needs are they raise a certain amount of capital, and the investors want to make sure that they're on a solid platform. The investors want to know that if this company gets bought, it's auditable. Uh, there's segregation of duties. They also want reporting. They want to be able to report 12 ways straight overnight. And they also, at the last, most point, they want, not only want to be able to scale, but at the same point, they want to do that in a very lean manner. And a lot of times, those don't go hand in hand in an ERP. So what we've seen is that, and the last thing is you see that these uh, these companies, these doctors who are hiring folks, they usually hire pretty skilled accounting and finance folks. And those, those guys and girls who come in, they're professionals, and the first thing they want to do is get off QuickBooks as quick as possible because they know the limitations, they know the, the challenges to internal controls, and they know that obviously QuickBooks can't scale. So they want to be ready for, for uh, you know, for when success happens. Absolutely, and we've had a few clients like that. We've got a, a couple of podcasts uh, earlier in the series that are specific to pharma companies coming off of QuickBooks and, and moving quickly, and you know what are some of the issues that you face there and all that type of thing. Uh, because it is, you know, it is a new area. I mean, I've been doing process manufacturing for a long time and had a lot of clients in that space and everything like that. But for people coming off QuickBooks, this is a huge leap and, and you know, there's a lot of things that you have to face with that. And, you know, it's 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 just been recently that, that uh, uh, we've been able to solve the validation issue. You know, it's it's... Validating ERP software used to be a monster task, mm -hmm. and sometimes would take 12 months. And with a cloud product that that releases a new version every six months, it seemed like that would be impossible. However, you know they're beginning to find approaches, and now we're even doing validated systems. You know, to to your point, the the, the blessing and the curse of that whole thing is that right? You know. The great thing about NetSuite is that your instance of NetSuite, like like an iPhone, uh, gets updated with the latest and greatest technology at least twice a year. So the great news is that you're 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 always getting updated. The challenge can be from a validation perspective. But the good news about NetSuite is that its ecosystem is strong. And what we've seen is that because they have open APIs and because they're kind of becoming very strong in this area, you have groups like the Arbor Group. Um, which is a very strong third-party group, which uh, has been knee-deep in the validation business for a long time, all around the FDA. They have the other third, third initial uh, you know, compliance group, and they do the same work they do for Oracle and SAP and all the other guys and girls out there. They do a phenomenal job in the validation process in a very cost-effective manner, really allowing you know not only the, the third-party, the FDA folks to feel comfortable internal compliance, but also... The, the auditors really feeling comfortable that it's a solid, uh, you know, bolt-on that offers the level of compliance uh, that you need. And, and uh, we've had several of our clients um, on Arbor not only getting through the validation process, but also getting through the IPO process with no issues. Well, and let's, let's talk about something there just for a sec. You know, NetSuite started in 1998, and a lot of the legacy systems, I know that... Uh, 
uh, Exapta and Division that became, you know, the, the new Microsoft products. I remember um, those were Danish products and things of that sort. Um, so you've got a couple of new generations of technology there in NetSuite. And one of the really smart things that NetSuite did was to open up the technology for mm -hmm. developers and create this huge development community that can develop in the latest and greatest technologies. I mean, you know, if you're a software developer, you don't want to go back into technologies that were 20 and 30 years old and work there. You're wanting to work with the latest and greatest and, and, and do things that you couldn't do with the older systems. And that's opened up a lot of third-party areas that, that uh, uh, have added a lot of functionality to NetSuite that the user won't even realize that they're in a third-party product or, or a third-party process. No, I mean, it, it's amazing. Uh, you know, NetSuite's one of the first to do this. I think another big name out there that's doing the same thing that really believes in open APIs would be Salesforce. That idea of having a strong ecosystem makes us stronger, not weaker, um, because you can't be all things to all people, uh, to be honest with you. And, and I totally agree with you. And all these third parties to, to work with NetSuite, you have to be suite app certified uh, and, and go through a pretty rigorous due diligence process, and not only at when you do it originally, but every update you have to get recertified. So those in NetSuite, you have to pay for it, and it's pretty, as I mentioned, pretty long process. So it makes everyone feel good that not only, you know, is, is someone, you know, making sure things are done and done right, but as every upgrade comes out, you have to get recertified in the process so that your systems aren't down. And knock on wood, our clients have seen zero issues in this area um, over the last three years. That's great. Can you talk about some of the third-party products that you guys have used in the, in the uh, life sciences, bio, and pharma area? You know, we've used some of the quality assurance uh, areas. We've seen, we've seen a little bit of, weirdly enough, some Salesforce uh, integrations. Um, we've seen uh, some stuff around uh, contract manufacturing validation. Um, it, it's pretty interesting. We've also seen some of the uh, CRO. On the CRO side, we've seen some third-party CRO groups that we bolt in, a lot of their work around labs, things of that nature. So it's pretty robust. We've done work uh, not only in the biotech area, but a lot of the clinical trials, pharma, and all of them, you know, really feel their secret sauce is, is something related to a third party and the ability to get that third party information and align it with what's going on from the accounting side and do reporting off it is huge. And that's a great thing with NetSuite's open APIs. You're able to pull that third party information into NetSuite and kind of make it the master, so to speak. So you have one version of the truth. And then because uh, and that's so strong in reporting and safe searches, you really can publish some pretty powerful um, reports back out to the team so they really get some clear idea of what's going on. It helps also with the clear, you know, one version of the truth, as we always like to talk to our clients about. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's an exciting new world, and, and uh, you know, I know that uh, when I get into a, a pharma situation, I can deliver more for my clients faster and and you know get them on the road to to going public going uh commercial and 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 all of those types of things and and uh, a lot more to bring to the table than we've ever been able to before at a lower cost which is always appreciated i think and you know the main thing is is that i feel like clients need to understand hey 
you know, I'm simple, I'm coming out, I've got one product, I've got one contract manufacturing situation, but you can automate and you can connect so much. And if you do, you know, as your company grows, you don't add three people in the supply chain area to try to track where all your products are and if you have enough boxes and if you've got the right inserts and all that type of thing. You've got all of that information being maintained automatically so that you can you know, concentrate on, hey, what are the orders that we're, they're telling us we need to make today in order to have this product you know, on the shelves when it needs to be and that type of thing. Have you seen a lot of that? You know, no, we have. It's pretty pretty awesome because of the nature of NetSuite and its ability. It's such a strong role-based application, um, and it is so strong in the area. Obviously, if you do have product, I mean, you know, NetSuite really started all around inventory, right? Um, the ability to get real-time information, everybody seeing the same thing, the ability to integrate, you know, not only, you know, three PLs, but also e-commerce, I mean, that doesn't relate to them, but uh, to CRO information. We've seen it. It's, it's great because also because you can access it anywhere at any time. So, and you also can get it in one of the 54 different languages with all the different currencies. So it has a very strong international component as well. Um, you know, it's a game changer for a lot of folks because you no longer can say you didn't know something. It's because of the the role base and the dashboards and the alerts and the workflows, you really can mold the software around each person what they need to know and what decisions what timely information they need to make a decision right away. So it really helps you focus your day. And also, there's so many, so much time you can spend looking at just data, but it's important to look at the right data. So setting up alerts based off thresholds and things like that really helps, I think, to drive quicker decision-making, and that's what it's all about. It's an exciting new world. It really is, and we're opening up uh, uh, a lot more that we're able to do. So looking forward to... Um, seeing more activity in the, the, the pharma and life sciences areas and you know would, would encourage anybody that wants to find out more uh, to get in touch with Ide Bailey and, and uh, follow up with yourselves and or go through uh, uh, profit from ERP and, and we can connect with the right people as well. Sounds great Jimus and I appreciate you uh, having me on today and uh, wish you nothing but the best. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the ER podcast. Talk to you soon. Special thanks to our guest, Michael Kelly, and all the guests here on the ER podcast receive complimentary gratitude and thanks, as well as admiration for their contribution to the body of knowledge that brings all of our clients profit from ERP. Speaking of free, if you're planning an ERP project at your company, don't forget to drop us an email at gh at genehammonds.com and ask for the ER Planner, a free comprehensive checklist of the steps, stages, and tasks that the most successful companies who implement ERP follow. It's the profit from ERP methodology in a DIY version, all for the asking. Just email us and let us know your company name, what industry you're working in, the size of your company, and when you're planning to go live, and we'll jet that back to you with no obligation. The email address again, gh at genehammonds.com. And who knows, maybe it's you in a couple of years appearing on the ER podcast talking about your company's profit from ERP. Have a profitable day.